Good evening and welcome back to These Go to Eleven. This is our Halloween special. Greg, how you doing tonight? Man, I am doing great, dude. Great Vincent Price. Thank you, thank you. Great sound effects. The shout out to Josh Mitchell. Yep. Mm, go Josh. Josh, you rocked that track. Yep, Josh laid down our uh, soundtrack for us, the one that you uh, you always hear, and he's the one who did the uh, overlay for uh, Halloween. He's also going to do Thanksgiving and Christmas for us, too, so uh, can't wait to see what he has planned for us then. Um, so we want to just take a quick second here. We are going to be discussing uh, all things Halloween um, tonight, and first, though, we want to uh, just make people aware we are having our beer giveaway um, and yes. we have had so many responses. Nathan, can I say that beer giveaway is sponsored by uh, Pastor Matthew Smith <laughs> of Grace Community what Church. What kind of Kingsville. audience do you guys have? Yes. We have a very mm. cutting edge. That's right. Don't believe audience. it. Don't believe it. Yes. <laughs> no, it's not being sponsored by Grace Community. All opinions <laughs> expressed here are not necessarily those of Matt Smith. <laughs> Although we'll say they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're saying that way he's here. We'll take it out in the post edit. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so we just want to let everyone know who is involved in the competition that there is still time. Uh, it's actually very close. Nobody has gotten more than um, four people to like uh, the, the Facebook page. So Wait there's minute, still you, plenty be, of time. Only because... I never listened to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. That's <laughs> Except when I'm on it. No. Uh, what What do they have to do to win? So um, to win, you have to go ahead and get a friend to like our Facebook page. Okay. And then have that friend um, either email us or Facebook us and tell us that they liked it on your behalf. So Matt, if you were to get uh, Tracy, who actually, ironically enough, already likes our page, but if you were to get her... To like it, or if she was to get me to like if it, if she was to get you to like it, there uh, you go. I, Nathan, Matt is not a good example because <laughs> we do want somebody with friends. So that, it's just a difficult one. To use. You should use me, the random guy walking down the street, somebody of that nature. Uh, so yeah, so get um, get a friend get a to friend. go ahead. <laughs> you got to be a friend to get a friend. Yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, to like the page and then um, have them go ahead and, and get back to us either via Facebook message or email, just saying that they liked it on your behalf. And that's kind of one little check mark for you and the person essentially who has the most friends uh, wins the beer. All right. So, and dude, um, so some of those fall beers out right now. Yeah. Man, are good. Yeah, they are. And, oh. and it will be. For those of you who uh, live out of state, Greg and I have already said that what we're going to do is we're going to um, mail you a basically a gift card. Yes. Um, and then I will enclose a list of the beers that I recommend um, in there. And then if you live in Maryland and we're able to get it to you physically, then I will handpick those out at my store and oh my. and get those to you. So Yes, because there are state laws of transporting alcohol and mm-hmm. such, right, Nathan, that we will abide by. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're not going to personally deliver them? Like This I, is a chance to meet see, the I, men behind the microphone? You're not going to do that? I am hoping that some dude like in Nebraska that listens or something will win it. And then I was thinking you could drive it out to Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> drive I hear Nebraska is a wonderful place. That's what I've heard too. Never yeah, been. No, never been. Never has. So, yeah, we're going to be um, – the competition will close on October 31st. So um, we will go ahead and tally those votes and then um, – announce the winner or winners if it's a tie mm. um next tuesday when yeah. we when we podcast did you say october tuesday. 31st october 31st Ooh, uh, there's something yeah. going on that day yes what is going yeah, on i don't know day? i know brother that's the day martin luther nailed the <laughs> there you go. On the church door wittenberg as a christian that's all i'm allowed to acknowledge wait wait what about trunk or treat yes or <laughs> trunk or treat or the various Halloween This is great. We've offended like probably ninety percent of all believers out there. It's awesome. Yeah, that's, it, that, that's what we do on this podcast. All within the first three four minutes. Normally it takes Beer about twenty minutes. Then. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That, that's what we're about on this podcast. Yes. Offending people. Yes. Oh. Let me tell you, guys. Folks, this is why I agree to come on yes. once a month to try to redeem this podcast. Matt is our not sanctifying. Working. You're our sanctifying influence, brother. Obviously not working. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're pulling me down in your filth <laughs> to the pit. Uh, so, yeah, we are going to be talking about all things Halloween. But first, Greg, 
You need a few minutes to, to vent, to lament. You know what, dude? I'm, I'm doing surprisingly well. Really? Because, um, like I said, I've just accepted the Ravens stink. I mean, they're, they're, dude, they're a bad team. And mm-hmm. nobody can say – it was Bill Parcells who once said, you are what your record is. So it really doesn't matter. I was on uh, Facebook earlier today, and there were a couple guys – it's pitiful – that are still trying to hold out hope. You know, if we, we've lost six games and won one. But if we go 10 and 6, there's a good chance we get the playoffs, which means we have to win the next nine straight <laughs> against teams like the Seahawks, Cincinnati in Cincinnati. Uh, not happening. Uh, so what I'm hoping is now that the Ravens officially are in the bottom of the basement mm-hmm. uh, with the Detroit Lions. Now, they always stink, but uh, they've stunk for 20 years. This is new for us. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that What that means is you know if you, if you finish poorly – since I know, Matt, you are not quite the football connoisseur I am, meaning you never watch it and have no interest in it whatsoever. Uh, we'll talk about that on an episode of What Makes a Man a Man. That's an <laughs> uh, upcoming podcast. But um, what that means is we will pick higher in the draft. So if you finish poorly right. in the record when the mm-hmm. college draft comes mm-hmm. up in April, we'll pick. Mm-hmm. We've never right. picked near the top because mm-hmm. we've always finished well. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I personally think the way we're going – I personally think we're going to get the number one draft pick. Hmm. Now, Greg, I don't know if you've done this or not, but um, on your iPhone, have you asked Siri what her favorite football team is? I have not. I think you should do that right now. I am going to do that right now. Well, this is this is how radical we are on the show with the technology. Um, okay, my daughter's calling me. Sam, I'll call you right back. Hold on. Uh, when you hear this, like, never. Um, <laughs> let me see right now. I am going to ask Siri... Oh, hold on. <laughs> Suri, what is your favorite football team? My preferences are constantly changing, especially when you edit them in settings. <laughs> it, it, it's funny because I have a friend who did that, and what she said was, I'm rooting for the – I always root for the underdogs, so I guess this season I'm rooting for the Ravens. No way. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. But I think what's interesting is listen to my series. Yes. Ready? <laughs> Siri, who will win? What? what? It didn't. Sorry. Didn't Wait, yeah, yeah. Wait, Siri, who will win? What? Hold, hold on. The Super Bowl. <laughs> My, <laughs> I can't say that. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I have a male Siri. That was what I was trying to show. Oh, it gotcha. didn't work. Sorry, Matt. That worked flawlessly. <laughs> that was that was bad. I realized when it was, I, w- I couldn't hear anything, but I was reading what it was saying. Yeah. Didn't have the volume. Yes. <laughs> because yes. I was good. I turned off the phone. Yes. Sorry. That was smooth. <laughs> yeah. Smooth operator. <laughs> All right. That's my soundtrack for tonight. Uh, I'm sure this is what the listeners tuned in for, Nathan. That's right. To hear us work our iPhones improperly <laughs> and my drivel on the Baltimore Ravens. But wow. bottom line on the Ravens, they stink. Uh, I accepted it. We are what our record is. We are a lousy football team. I think we'll win. I think we're going to win four games this season. I, I still hold a hope that we'll win three, uh, but it's going to be hard. We're, we're, we're not going to win any of these games yeah, easily. We're, yeah. we're terrible. But uh, we'll get a high draft pick, mm. and we need some. We need a, a true receiver, receiver, cornerback, yeah. or a uh, pass rusher. That, but yep. don't you agree, Matt? Oh, that's what I've been yeah. saying for years. <laughs> People at Matt's church that are listening and are like, this guy, what a liar, man. Knows nothing. But I'll tell you guys, if I weren't a football fan right now, I'd be a lot happier. So, But you know, remember we established, I think, on the last podcast, I have been to M&T. You have for a Billy Joel concert. Yes. Yeah, that was the last time you were yes, on. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's, that's not a bad way to go to M&T. It's certainly better than the reason that they're offering this fall right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's good. So moving from the Ravens, we are – here talking about Halloween, and we've brought uh, Matt Smith on. Uh, Matt, describe to us your feelings toward Halloween. Oh, my. <laughs> my feelings. Wow. <laughs> oh. Okay, Which Nathan, angle? That's a- I'm, I'm going to get him started. Oh, no. I'm, I'm going to prime the pump a little bit. <laughs> Matt and I met at 14. This dude loved Halloween at 14 more than, I mean, literally any person I ever knew. Remember, Matt, we used to do the haunted houses. Mm, that was awesome. We did, yeah. we, we did haunted houses at a church. It was a mainline <laughs> uh, Protestant yes, church. Yes, good, good. Uh, is that a good way to do it? Mainline <laughs> Protestant church. And we, we did these. We did haunted houses for Jesus. Yes, we did haunted houses. <laughs> Dude, haunted houses for Jesus in which 
I played like a vampire. They were missional, dude. Yes. And, <laughs> and remember somebody, like I had a blood bag, and I remember I'd come out and somebody would pound me, you Listen, know, in the heart. houses. They locked. were good, man. They were good. They were. They were good. And yeah. do you remember what we used to charge? Because all the money went to missions. I didn't know we charged anything. We did. did we? Really? Greg, we were re- it, we did this for Jesus. Yes, Come that's on. right. I forget. We were missional before that was a tour. A <laughs> that's term. true. We were missional. We were. Yeah. We charged a dollar. Well, <laughs> <laughs> hey, back in 1986, man, that went a lot further. Yes. Than a to answer your question, uh, as a kid, hands down, Halloween was my favorite favorite holiday. And as an adult, oh, man. <laughs> Yes. Come on, man. It, it, it kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love Halloween. I do. Yeah. Look, I love costumes. I love theater, drama. Yep. Candy's good, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, put that all together, and I'm telling you, you're going to have a good time. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, when um, Matt and Tracy, years ago, when Lisa and I would go out with them, um, you were in a different a place. I, I like used to go out. Like, well, we still go out. Oh, okay. We we, right. we still go. Out. But <clears throat> when we went out many years ago, right. this topic would come up when yes. our Samantha was a year or two. Mm-hmm. Stephen was yeah. a year or two. He's yep. a little bit older than Sam. And at that point, this is my memory, Matt. Yeah. And I confirmed this with Lisa before coming here. Today. Oh, really? My memory <laughs> was that you were very torn mm. because, and I say this, no, no joking here. We'll have plenty of jokes in this podcast. As a pastor. Yeah, you knew that was a hot potato yep. in the church. It still is. We're right. going to talk about mm-hmm. that today. Want to say right out of the gate, um, I, yeah, I I feel no compulsion for a Christian that has reasons to not celebrate Halloween to say to compel them to do it. Correct, um, it's fine. Yeah, um, and and I can understand any more than be a Bible believing Christian and show no interest in the rape. Yeah, ex- do well, you agree with that? <laughs> That's where problem problem with that again. Just very quickly, ravens were the 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 sovereignly appointed birds that ministered to Elijah. I just want to okay. establish right, that for right. the biblical right. record. That's good. That's good. Uh, so I would just say that. Um, so you, Matt, were sensitive to that, and I recall pushing you hard, saying, "Now wait a minute, Matthew. You loved Halloween." Mm-hmm. So you are now going to deprive your kids from that amazing experience because of pastoral pressure. And my memory – see, this is the portion of the show, Nathan, where I want credit for Nat's change in recent years. (laughs) My memory is I pounded and chipped away, and finally my superior wisdom and brilliance (laughs) won Matt over years later to say, I'm going to celebrate Halloween as a pastor, parent, and respect those that have different uh, differences. Great, my 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 struggle with Halloween wasn't about being a pastor; it's because I take the Bible yeah. seriously. <laughs> and, of course, of course. And unlike some, yes, that are on this podcast, yes, take it really serious. No, yeah. um, no, I remember those conversations. Mm-hmm. I do, uh, and really, um, folks, what Greg said it well. He he wants me to just say, I changed my view because of Gregory Eugene's influence. Yes, yes. But Eugene's not my middle name. That's a myth. Um, <laughs> oh, it's just, his middle yeah, name. Yeah. Just don't look at my birth certificate uh, or driver's license. Yes. And um, all I'll say is perhaps there's truth there. Yes. Um, but it's not bearing witness. Yeah. <laughs> because my, I'll never give you the satisfaction. Yes, my spirit's not right. No, I, I, no, I know I was not no. the no, you did. persuader, I, no. but I remember in talking you, about you, it with you. You did, and I remember you challenging me. And, 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 and you know, it was a good, it was a legitimate challenge. It's yeah. like you were like in my face, dude, yes, you know, like, yes. that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, it was. It was, it was difficult because um, I, it, for me at that time, it was a conscience issue. Mm hmm. And, you know, scripture is very clear what you can't do a faith. Yep. Sin shouldn't do it. And so I was very torn because I, I had to do some reconciling of, of how I had this I had this deep I won't say passion, that's a little overstated, but I enjoy, I had a deep enjoyment uh, for the holiday, and there was a part of me, especially as a dad, w- wanted to enter in because I knew I'd be a really fun dad with oh, Halloween. Oh man, yeah. And my poor oldest son, Stephen. <laughs> Sorry, Stephen. Yeah, he's he'll be in counseling the rest of his life yeah. because of this. But anyway, um, he 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 ended up. We we did. We would go out because because I was so double minded and he just couldn't come to a place of faith. Yeah. 
we would like wait to the last minute to decide what we're going to do. Yeah. And Trace and I are talking, and 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 finally we we would end up bailing to leave the neighborhood, yeah. <laughs> and we go to Bob Evans yeah. and take Stephen with us. That's how we spent for years a number Ooh. of Halloween. Yes. And you know, as an adult, that's not bad. I like Bob Evans. No, I like Bob Evans. Yeah. No, that wasn't a slam about Bob yeah. Evans, but um, and we would just basically because I just had to leave because I was so I, like I didn't know what to do. Yeah, and um, so it was difficult. Uh, but then I read the Bible. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah! No, I did. I, I, I did. I did do a lot of reading broadly from people I respected, um, and uh, I listened to my good friend Gregory. I factored that in at some level. Yes, very small level, and uh, it was good. Uh, so that's kind of that. That kind of led to a transformation in my thinking. And uh, here we are today, and my uh, three other kids are having a glorious time. <laughs> They're having a great time. <laughs> poor Stephen uh, messed up his entire childhood. <laughs> Stephen, my man, you will have kids one day, and you can And if I'm alive, I'll be a good granddad, and is, we'll have some fun. You know what? It is true, dude. Your kids, I mean, any parents, make the holidays of any sort uh, more enjoyable. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Christmas especially. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember there was a, a season there... Uh, probably in early to mid twenties, where I still liked it, but it just didn't feel the same. And then you have kids again, and it—I it, don't know—it brings something back. It's different yeah. and a lot more expensive. Uh, uh, yeah. That's that's the part I miss about my early twenties. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's no doubt about that. Nathan, I'm guessing—I don't think I've ever asked you this—but mm-hmm. you're more Pentecostal, charismatic slash holiness background, mm-hmm. which you've talked about before in this podcast. Yep. I'm guessing you did not practice Halloween. We did. No way. We did. Yeah. My my parents were very good in the fact that they never let popular uh, thinking yeah. in, in Christian circles influence things yeah. that we did as kids. So when everybody was, was going on about Disney and fairy tales and right. you know those were evil, my mom just kind of looked at them and said, no, they're not. It's a story. It's a fantasy. Right, you know? right. Um, Christ tells them, you know, Christ tells parables. He tells right. fantasy stories to illustrate points, yeah. you know. So I actually grew up loving and enjoying um, things like that and Halloween. We huh. always got dressed up. We always went out trick-or-treating. Um, the last time I can remember trick-or-treating, I was I was like 17 or 18 yeah. when I went out um, with a group of my friends. Wow. Um, wow. And, and I also had younger nieces and nephews, so we'd go out with them. And mm-hmm. um, by, the time, huh. by the time my nieces and nephews were coming around, um, we lived in the country. So in order to go trick-or-treating, we had to drive 20 or 30 uh, minutes into the city in order to get into the, some really good neighborhoods to get – you know, the good candy. Sure. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So typically what we would do is we would go to whatever the school was doing. Um, at that time, the public schools were still holding Halloween parties. I don't mm-hmm. know if they still do that or not. I don't think they do. Do they? Uh, Ring Factory Elementary has has up to this year, and I'm really bummed. They it was supposed to be this Friday, and they replaced it. It's another school function with like a f- family fitness night. And I'm like, no are you way. kidding me? Family, family fitness, fitness night? <laughs> Throw the Halloween party for goodness sakes and let's eat some candy. How family lame. fitness night. What was that? Family fitness. Way yeah, to ruin I, it. I'm, I'm praying against that, that it bombs. Yes. <laughs> I mean, just, you know, anyway. Dude, it is so, kind of strange. Yeah, you can't we, bring any of that stuff in now. But so yeah, so so we would we would go to the school where my nieces and nephews um, went to school, and they they always had some kind of Halloween party that they did. You know, bobbing for apples, and they had a little mini haunted house set up in the hallways. And so we we always grew up loving and enjoying that time of the year as well. Like you said, Matt, you know, it's just getting dressed up, the drama, the theatrics. It's just, it's so fun. And then it's you fun. Throw, yeah. yeah it you, is. Throw, it's fun. you throw candy into the mix and it's, it's fantastic. Right. Right. Well, think about it. Think about this for a moment from, from a purely cultural perspective. Um, what other time of the year do you have it socially acceptable and encouraged where entire neighborhoods and communities can, sit on their porch, come outside, mm-hmm. actually talk to each other for about a two-hour window. You can go to anyone's house, and they freely give you candy I know. or something. I mean, think about it. They, people don't even do that at Christmas time because you've yeah. got your own family. Get out of my way. Right, I'm on my right. way. Yeah. But this is the one time where a, a, an entire neighborhood that yeah. normally ignores each other is social 
yeah. talks to each other. You can go door to door, and yeah. they give you freak stuff. <laughs> I mean, seriously, that's no, hospitality. No, it's, it's, it's true, and it's uh, kind of a planned snowstorm. It's the only other time yeah, it, well, you know, exactly where, right. where you're yep. out with your neighbors, and you're shoveling, mm-hmm. and yep. you're helping people get out of their cars and all that stuff. And it's um, – yeah, I think you, that's the, the key, dudes. That's what we'll probably focus on, right, is the culturally speaking – and mm-hmm. we'll get uh, – in fact, one of our listeners – uh, on Facebook, uh, let me make sure I have that because don't let me forget this, Nathan. Matt Hatcher, thank you, Matt. Yeah, sent a really cool article from American yep. Vision on this whole subject that I will uh, post it in the description of the podcast yep. tonight for for people that want to access it. So thank you, Matt, for that. And thanks don't for being we a listener. Refer to that as the show notes. Yes, thank you. It'll, show uh, it'll be in the show notes. Yeah, there we go. There you go. <laughs> uh, Sarah Koenig and I were talking about that today, <laughs> and uh, you know had that little comment there worked out. Um, Anyway, the the cultural idea, yeah. Sometimes this is what this is what I remember. I think in one of our mm-hmm. nights at Bonefish or something, saying to you, man, I said, wait a minute, man. The, the kids put on. I mean, they yeah. okay. Uh, yeah. My son is going to be the Flash, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he is, uh, you know, going to be in his red lightning bolt suit, and yeah, it's his favorite superhero right now because of the CW show, mm-hmm. and he he's loving it. So he's putting on the Flash. It's his favorite thing. Same thing. The night has an incredible feel. Usually, it's it's fall. You know the smells of wood burning and all that. Mm-hmm. You're going through the neighborhood with his friends and his cousins, his aunts and his uncles. With they all come over our house mm-hmm. on Halloween, and Lisa makes a big pot of chili. It's it's great. It is. It's fun. It is a fun night, and it's so, on Saturday night. Yeah, now, and, which is not good for a pastor. No, at least not no, for this pastor anyway, no. because that's prime <laughs> preaching night. But anyway, I'm trying to work hard to get I mean, the sermon done. <laughs> people, Matt doesn't start his sermon prep till Saturday, 11 p.m. <laughs> So, uh, you know, for those of us that are biblically disciplined, we have it done by Wednesday. No, hardly. Never <laughs> never happened once. But um, culturally speaking, when you start looking at it mm-hmm. and you think, okay, it's kids. They're getting candy. They're dressing up as their favorite heroes or you know, mm-hmm. characters mm-hmm. or whatever. Dude, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It is awesome. Uh, Seinfeld, you ever hear that has a bit on this when he says, yeah, when you first learn as a kid about Halloween – It'll blow your mind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the fact that what, 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 what I don't understand, people are giving you for, uh, how much. Right. Well, that's up to you how many houses you go to. Um, yeah, my daughter's calling me. <laughs> but she stopped, so we'll, we'll see what's happening. Um, so culturally speaking, it's, it's an incredible night. So then the question becomes, I, I think most people that you would talk with, yeah, I understand why it's fun, but mm-hmm. – when your conscience was troubled, Matt, yeah. years ago, what were the buts? I think, in fairness to other perspectives, right, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I let me just say, I think it is important for a Christian to wrestle through uh, any decision, especially you know this one, um, to make sure that everything that they're doing, they're doing with a right conscience um, in faith, um, and not just either avoiding it because that's what their culture is telling them or just going into it, but they're still kind of like double-minded mm. in their hearts. So I think they should wrestle with that. For me, I think it was, yeah, it was trying to reconcile. I mean, obviously, uh, I think everybody's familiar that the origins of Halloween, let's just say, isn't exactly uh, great. Uh, and I think that uh, people... Uh, when you start diving into that and then you start seeing how it plays out and you start reading about stories of the occult and Satanism and all those things, which are, I'm not minimizing they're real, they're real issues. Uh, it's easy to say, yeah, it is kind of a dark, you know, I mean, it, it, there, there is occult stuff happening. There's demonic stuff in terms of the mass and the look and all that. So it's very easy, I think to say, yeah, I don't know. Should maybe we shouldn't, we're children of light, not darkness. This seems pretty dark. So, yeah, I had to wrestle through that. And then, like you said, then when you add the fact that you're a pastor and you are aware that even if you don't uh, ever publicly state your perspective, people are still looking to you for what do you do with your kids. Um, And so that weighed on me because I didn't want to lead somebody astray. I didn't Mm -hmm. want to be too loosey-goosey. But at the same time, I was uncomfortable where I was, I was kind of miserable. Yeah. Yeah. I remember um, when I taught in Christian school, and you'll know about this as well, Nathan, mm-hmm. it was, and I, I mean, I understand it as a policy in a Christian school. Our kids once or twice, they never really got in trouble for it, but they brushed up against the policy because uh-huh. uh, we weren't thinking about it. 
And uh, most kids, I would assume, in a public school context are buzzing about, hey, what are you going to be for Halloween? Yeah. Christian school, at least the one that I taught at, you know that one quite mm-hmm. well, Nathan, um, uh, it was just a policy you couldn't talk about it. Uh, at least in the elementary school ages. I'm, I can't remember the upper school, but in the elementary school, because there were parents, and that was understood in a Christian context, that didn't let their kids celebrate sure, it. Yeah. So you don't want it to be a source of yeah. contention, etc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that blew my kids' minds. Mm. Dad, th- so-and-so can't do Halloween. Yeah. Don't you feel terrible for him? And the truth is, uh, I do. Um, <laughs> honestly. I, mean, what, I, can't, I respect the opinion, but man, I feel terrible. Here's what I'd say to all all Christian parents still on the fence struggling. You got a couple days to still wrestle through it, yeah. work through it, <laughs> yes. and I hope it turns out well for you because yes. it's going to be a great time this Saturday. <laughs> Saturday night, it will be rocking. Let me just read uh, to create a little more interest in what I will put in the show notes. All right. This is um, author I don't know James Jordan uh, concerning Halloween. This is how he starts it. He says, it has become routine in October for some Christian schools to send out letters warning parents about the evils of Halloween, and it has become equally routine for me uh, to be asked questions about this matter. Halloween is simply a contraction for All Hallows' Eve. The word hallow means saint, and that hallow is just an alternative form of the word holy, as in hallowed be thy name. All Saints' Day is November 1st. It is the celebration of the victory of the saints in union with Christ. The observance of various celebration of all saints arose in the late 300s, and these were united and fixed on November 1 in the late 700s. The origin of All Saints' Day and of All Saints' Eve in Mediterranean Christianity has nothing, this is his premise, the origin of All Saints' Day and all of All Saints' Eve, which is All Hallows' Eve, right. Halloween, in Mediterranean Christianity, had nothing to do with Celtic Druidism or the church's fight against Druidism, assuming there ever was any such thing as Druidism, which is actually a myth concocted in the 19th century by me, by neo-pagans. It's, it's a lengthy article. He makes some compelling points. I'm not saying this is um, every... Uh, Christian needs to adopt this perspective, mm-hmm. but I think it's worth reading to get a different take on Halloween. He actually argues, and one more point I'll read is uh, in terms of the saints having their victory on November the 1st, the night before All Hallows' Eve, says this concept is dramatized in Christian custom is quite simple. On October 31, the demonic realm tries one last time to achieve victory, but it is banished by the joy of the kingdom. What uh, What is the means by which the demonic realm is vanquished? In a word, mockery. Satan's great Sin, and our great sin, is pride. Thus, to drive Satan uh, from us, we ridicule him. This, by the way, this is Greg talking, not the article, was Luther's take. Mm -hmm. Luther believed ridiculing the devil was a very effective means of doing spiritual warfare. he liked to verbalize that at times, too. (laughs) He he would verbalize that with various terms as well. We won't go into that. (laughs) But uh, uh, the article uh, says, thus, to drive Satan from us, we ridicule him. This is why the custom arose of portraying Satan in a ridiculous red suit with horns and a tail. Nobody thinks the devil really looks like this. The Bible teaches that he is a fallen angel. Rather, the idea is to ridicule him because he has lost the battle with Jesus and he no longer has power over us. So this um, is an interesting take that this guy is actually going a little further and actually saying Halloween, if you want to boil it down, if you're doing an historical uh, research position, that you could argue the evidence says it's a great night to mock the mm-hmm. forces of darkness mm-hmm. in light of the victory of the saints. I, I don't personally feel a need to really go down that path either. Yeah, I, don't mm-hmm. uh, I, I understand the perspective. I simply say, you know, you can read into that, see with it what you will. I, I don't care. Right. Um, I don't care in the same way in First Corinthians 8, uh, Romans 14, the passages about conscience, yep. which you referenced mm-hmm. earlier, Matt. Um, uh, let's go back to first century Christianity. There is meat offered in a Greek temple somewhere to Zeus. Uh, half of that meat is used in a religious ceremony, you know, honoring Zeus. Mm-hmm. Half of that is now sold in the marketplace. So a hot potato in the early church is oh, yeah. Christians are buying Zeus meat. Uh, my word, you can't eat that meat. It's Zeus. It, I mean, it's been offered to Zeus. So you can't eat Zeus meat. Uh, Paul, to me, uh, emphatically answers that question in mm-hmm. those passages by saying, we know there are no gods but one. Right. He's saying there is no Zeus. So, in essence, it's not offered up to him. Um, and even if you say Zeus is just a demonic manifestation, you know, uh, that which is a common Christian position, right. that these gods that are worshipped are demons. Either way, what Paul seems to be saying is it doesn't matter. I know there's one God yeah. who created this meat, 
and I don't care what hocus pocus somebody pronounced her. That's kind of the way I go. Mm-hmm. I realize there's a few whack jobs that go out into the woods and mm-hmm. carve pentagrams. I don't mm-hmm. know, and their skin or on trees, and yeah. they. I've heard of even pig sacrifices, and I think they're. It's fairly small. I don't think this is an overwhelming mm-hmm. mass population problem. Uh, I recognize that's happening. We should get Bob Larson's take on yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Dude, you were taking me back. Man. Late, 80s, late 80s, early 90s. Hey, could we start doing what he did where we could ask podcast listeners to be a champion or a super champion? Um, <laughs> help Bob fight Satan. Help Bob fight Satan. Uh, Bob makes $2 million, but Bob needs airfare to fly to uh, you know yeah. Timbuktu somewhere yeah. and, and, and confront Satan. But that's a different that story. Is- I, uh, Bob, dude, you threw me off. With <laughs> sorry, that. sorry. <laughs> Here's how I view There is a, a high Halloween, for lack of better words, that might capture this cultic moment. That is so divorced from my kids and I think 99% of the average American kids' experience yeah. mm-hmm. of dressing up like somebody that they think is fun and going out trick-or-treating. Here, yeah. Here's what I wrote in an email I sent out to the to, uh, I read that my email. Tracy it. sent it to me. It was a good email. Except you didn't mention this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see how this goes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but one of the things I put it, I you know, I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember exactly what I said, but basically, I was encouraging people as as one of the practical things: be friendly, like be yeah. known as the nice Christian who's fun, not the cranky old Christian that yeah. you know. And I said, yes, uh, most of the kids that are probably coming to your door. They may be dressed up and they look like a devil or a demon, but they are not purposely giving themselves to Satanism or the occult. Right. So right. maybe you shouldn't conclude that and right. you know, and kind of make some obnoxious comment about their costume. Right. You know? Right. Um, what if we tell them in a loving way to be careful they don't end up going to Halloween? Oh, I mean, yes. I think that because I mean that is cutting edge evangelism That's right good. there. Um, yeah, I. Um, I think that's wise. I think the kindness feature is important. I, I did always think it's strange, and I'm not going to go into this, but my favorite is I've talked to some families who almost have, I shouldn't laugh, but a post-traumatic stress uh, kind of experience thinking back on their Halloweens. I, one man I'm thinking of in particular when it was a child, very traditional, conservative Christian parents, he said Halloween was like it was quiet night. Because they they turned turned off the porch light. Hey, and, we didn't do that. We went to Bob Evans. At least you went out in the bright lights. But dude, he said they literally huddled in the basement. It, yeah, it was almost like Diary I of know. Anne Frank I kind know. of stuff because they, they they can't. And Please I'm thinking, don't do that. what a power! Can I just witness. say this to your audience? Yes. Don't do that. No, don't 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 turn off your porch light and that, be that guy. That is just yeah. Yeah, but I will say this: when we would go to Bob Evans, we yeah. were like the only one in there, yeah. um, especially the only kid. And they would come up because my son Stephen wasn't in a costume. Yeah, and it's oh, oh, you're done trick or treating so early tonight. <laughs> what were you? And he'd be looking like, yeah. I have weird parents. I <laughs> you know, I mean, we would try to fudge our way through that. He was but, like, I'm a conservative evangelical Christian kid. <laughs> um, this is my guard. My father's confused. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I um, I I think that's a strange reaction. It it I don't know why. It reminds me of the goofy stuff in Y two K. Remember uh, back in Y two K. I remember going to these uh, these websites where Christians were giving instructions on you know make sure to store enough guns yeah, and food is- because when needy hungry people. <laughs> You know, yeah, come knocking yeah, yeah. at your door yeah. or knocking at your door. <laughs> you for have a gun food. to shoot them. Yes, you have a gun to kill them. Yes, that's good. so. So you don't have to feed them. And you, it, it, it's, it's obviously uh, rather different. I just think it's a little strange. It's almost communicating disdain for the practice. So I would say if you if you don't get down on Halloween, your conscience is troubled by it. I think it's wiser. You're right to go out to dinner. Go mm-hmm. out. You know, somewhere remote. Go I mean, just watch do a movie. Do some, I mean, here, yeah. here's the thing. I think, I think as Christians, we either, and I have to be careful because I, I'm, to me, trying to promote Halloween, like you said earlier. I mean, it's 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 a preference thing. Yes, the way. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. So I'm not trying to persuade somebody. If you're uncomfortable or you have a bad background, do something else. But do something fun. You don't need yeah. to like. You know, I think this, the psalmist said, "This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad." Yep. I think that includes all the days, right. uh, and so it's not the devil's day. Right. Let's not give him glory. Yeah. Uh, so if you don't want to do the Halloween thing, then 
do something else. Yeah. You know, if, if it's that really big. But here's my beef. And I always, I see, this is where I would, even when I was struggling personally, I never could do the Christian alternative where basically uh, it's dress in a costume, get candy, but it's not called Halloween. We call it a harvest party. Yeah. yeah. Or we, it's like, I, I shouldn't say this because I know a lot of sincere people do this and, you know. You can say it. I just, Come on, dude! It's lame. It's, I'm not. I, I just. Yeah, I'll I, let you say it. Yeah, let me say yeah. it. I, it's lame, and here's yeah. why I think it's lame. Really? I mean, you're going to do everything <laughs> well, just like call. Halloween, but we're not going to call. <laughs> oh it. no! Well, no, no, not everything, because the only the only characters you were allowed to dress up as was <laughs> Bible, Bible characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's what every kid wants to be. I dressed up as John Calvin. No. Yeah, 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 every kid says, "Kid, kid." Can I be Zechariah next year? I have to tell you, there was a person in my church dressed up as Martin Luther. It was a really good outfit. Yeah, yeah, dude. Hey, to me, I'd rather that. I mean, yeah, it, it, it matches uh, Luther. No, no, the, what they usually say is no scary costumes. So. Right, but, yeah. You know, I, I get that. I, I, and I, get and I understand that. because when a church does something, they're they're trying to walk the, the line between they're trying not to offend you know anybody. I get that. Yeah. Um, but to me, if it looks like Halloween, smells like Halloween, <laughs> tastes like Halloween, it's Halloween, baby. It's, it's strange to me. It, it's a strange practice. I mean, I would just say call it a Halloween. Prank. What I told eventually my kids, you know, especially when Stephen would say, "Geez, we I didn't do that." I said, "Look, Halloween got saved in our household. Yeah. <laughs> it got saved and redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Yes. Yes. Whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, our yeah. new whatever you do is we're going out trick or treating yes. to the glory of God. Yes, dude. No, that's how honestly, that's how we feel. So, Trust, what a awesome, fun event. You're mm-hmm. with your kids, like you said. You're with other neighborhood oh, friends and kids. I mean, I think it's a it's a fun event. So, I mean, yeah, I'll put my caveat too because I'm sure there are many listeners whose churches are probably doing alternative things, etc. I would say this: talk about. It. I mean, you don't. Yeah. It's not something to yeah. protest, but I think it's fair to ask whomever. It's not. Hey, why wouldn't we call it Halloween? Right. Uh, why wouldn't we just kind of do what it is and say what it is um, and just you know open up the conversation because sometimes. It might lead to something else. I mean, yeah. to me, it's – look, Christians have a lot to overcome from the standpoint that we there's a lot of bad press. Some of it is earned. Some mm-hmm. of it is not. Some of it is uh, – like if you ever watched The Simpsons and the way they portray Ned Flanders, uh, who is – every Christian should watch at least one or two Ned Flanders Simpson episodes because what you will get is how Hollywood writers, script writers – understand evangelical Christians Mm -hmm. by Ned Flanders. Some of it is ridiculous. They're just going way over the top, and that's the Mm -hmm. writer's fault. Some of it is kind of earned Mm -hmm. because it's what Christians have done and promoted. So to me, it's helpful to kind of get a mirror. Like, how how am I seen Mm -hmm. as an evangelical Christian Mm -hmm. in America by many in the outside world? Mm -hmm. So to me, to do the alternative, I can't help but think a thinking skeptic is thinking – what is that? Yeah. Well, that's lame. And my question is, why are we doing these alternatives? Isn't our goal as Christians to bring others and show others the light of Christ? How are we doing that by grabbing a bunch of other Christians and sequestering ourselves inside the church building and and just hanging out together? I well, mean, how are yeah. we bringing some? Some would say, well, it's a it's a missional activity. Invite unbelieving friends mm-hmm. but i was they, they don't want to come because they want right. to go trick-or-treating <laughs> well a lot a lot of churches in their defense they they do it on a different smart night. enough yeah. to, it's like a bonus yeah you know which okay that makes more sense it does than right. the, uh, yeah now i do know there was a time uh probably when i was i don't know it was definitely elementary early elementary school there was a lot of weird stuff taking place you know people putting like razor blades in apples right, and stuff right, like right. that and so i think there was this kind of cry both within the school the church the community to provide a safer environment because maybe going door to door to people's strangers house you don't know what you're getting you know right and there was a lot of weird stuff going on so i think there was some of that to try to the safety thing um but then when you factor the church's view on some of the other things i think that was Mm -hmm. probably the bigger factor yeah yeah i mean i think um yeah, I, I know what you mean, though, to, to, to go back to your first thought on the sequestering thing. It does seem weird. Uh, I mean, it, 
it, again, I think you're right, Matt. I think you can't judge it universally. I think no. churches will do it differently. I think some churches are trying to do it in a very thoughtful, engaging way. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's take advantage. Right. Like yeah. you said, it's a bonus. Yeah, to me, if, if you're doing it before Halloween, yeah. you know, hey, that sounds like a great opportunity. Yeah. It's more candy, more fun for kids, another event. Mm-hmm. that To me, that makes sense. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. understand, you know trying to navigate through what do we call it okay whatever and really it's not halloween because it technically isn't halloween so i guess you get a free right on that. yeah yeah but yeah if you're gonna do it on the night of halloween and it's not called halloween that's lame yeah yeah i that you i think that's a perfect yeah. you zeroed in on that well that's, nice. that's why we bring you on these podcasts really? Matt, because nathan and i lack that ability that you possess ah <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> see um by the way i need 30 dollars if you could give me that before i leave <laughs> um yeah it's um I, I would agree. That is that Halloween alternative, yeah. almost telling parents, we want to give your kids a better alternative. Mm-hmm. I think, well, what? Yeah. It almost sounds like, yeah, we want to do exactly what the quote unquote world does. Right. Exactly. Right. But we'll put a Christian twist which, on it. Which, Greg, it. I still want to hit on a podcast the Christian's ability to take every single thing that is secular and put a twist on it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Instead of high school musical, you have Sunday school musical. Right. <laughs> Instead of guitar hero, you have worship hero. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's so true, dude. So it's true. what we do. That is, we do that well. And we do it uh, poorly and about 15 years out of date. Yeah. But eventually we, we sort of catch up and. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's a... Um, hey, did you hear? We have a contemporary service. Oh, We man. have drums. Well, But, I mean, yeah, I think you guys are, are hitting it on the head. You know, if you're going to, as a church, do something on the night, call it a Halloween party. And, and if you want to be missional about it, that's how you're going to be missional about it. Right. You know, when when kids are going and saying, yeah, my church is having a Halloween party, there's going to be, you know, uh, Apple Dunk Tank and, you know, all this stuff. And and that's when kids are going to be excited and want to come. And that's when you'll have an opportunity to really, you know, be missional about it. Yes. Although, Nathan, I will say I vowed years ago to never do an apple dunking because I think uh, germ speaking, it's the most disgusting activity. Yeah, it probably is. A, uh, that's why in my yeah. apple dunking, Greg, yes. we're going to have bourbon instead of water. Oh, kills take everything. All the germs. I like that. You heard it here first. <laughs> that's going to take place at Grace Community Church <laughs> under the leadership of Pastor Matthew Brian Smith. Um, not, not, not. Yeah, because, dude, the whole thing, I mean, if you think about it, you got people's hair. Mm-hmm. Going in there, you've got not l- yours. Yeah, <laughs> people, have you seen his head? <laughs> oh man, I walked into it. Yeah, people's lips, yeah, teeth, tongues, kind of almost touching the apple, but not quite getting it, or, and sometimes touching it. Yes, and that stagnant yeah, water. Bad. Yeah, I'm not doing the apple dunk, uh, thing, but some of the other stuff, dude. I'm all over it. Uh, did want to say a quick word. I know we're probably winding down here. This has been fun, guys. This is we we, we haven't had a. All kind of, hey, what's a fun topic with a little serious overlay mm-hmm. in uh, in a while. Uh, but I will say um, the issue that came up recently, somebody asked me is, well, what about the scary uh, elements of Halloween? So maybe this is something that we'll preview and lead to another conversation mm-hmm. at some point in That's podcast future. That's what fun. Well, dude, I, I am one. <laughs> I love to be scared. So I have my own line and my own conscience yeah, on right. horror movies yeah. and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But I I love a movie that will freak you out a little bit. I just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I, I find it uh, entertaining. Uh, I find it interesting. And I don't think that's intrinsically evil. Mm-hmm. Um, in a sense, that's why people go on roller coasters, Towers of Terror. Sure. And um, pay good money. And pay <laughs> big money to do it. So um, – I think with children, you have to be very careful. We talked about that in previous yep. podcasts. I was mad when I took my boys to see the Avengers and they showed, uh, I don't know, Insidious, Insidious 3, 3, I think, yeah, was the preview. Yeah. It was terrible. I, I yeah. just thought, man, it, it bothered me because that bothered him for several weeks. Yeah. Um, and he's little. So I, I think parents have to be – you have to know your kid. Yeah, absolutely. You have to be cautious mm-hmm. about it. But uh, Samantha and I watched – I don't remember what the movie was called. It was some kind of a poorly made zombie-type flick years ago and it was a great memory because we're watching it on the couch late at night lisa has no interest in those kind of movies Mm -hmm. and she's jumping at parts you know when some zombie type creature pops out and we're laughing at scenes that look corny and cheesy and you know i to me there's an element of that stuff even when the kids come dressed up as the scary stuff that again 
I think you're right. The conscience is important. Yes. Uh, but I, I think sometimes we just assume, oh, that's that's got to be bad. That's got to be. I, I really don't think it is necessarily. Yeah. Well, the reality is, regardless of all the debate you can have on the origins, but if we look at the origins of all the other holidays, we might have issues there too. But anyway, that's for another topic. Yeah. Um, we'll hit that at Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the reality is, Jesus has sent us to join him on mission in a world that celebrates this. And so mm. to me, the church has two options, and that is either it flees and avoids and hides, yep. or it engages in a winsome way and says, how can we redeem this? How can we get in conversations that we might not ever get into because people are out being social, which mm. doesn't happen? Right. How can we be hospitable? How can we make our house the house that everybody wants to come to? It doesn't have to be the demonic house, right. but it's still a kind of cool house to go to. Right. And they serve, and they're known as, wait a minute, these are actually, I think they're those Christian people, mm-hmm. but they're, they're so kind. And the mm-hmm. kids leave there saying, we want to make sure we go back to that house. Yeah. And, and Christians just pray and say, Lord, you know what? We just want to be used however you want to use this. You know, give, us, give us opportunities. And I'm not saying you're necessarily preaching at people or anything like that, but you never know how God's going to open up a conversation that might go somewhere. Yeah, and sure. to me, the, you know, October 31st is an opportunity to live on mission Every day is an opportunity to live on mission. So I don't think we want to elevate it to be like, mm-hmm. this is some special. Right. But is it an opportunity that you can say, you know what? The world is doing something that's pretty social, mm-hmm. interactive. Maybe Christians should get in there and actually like have a presence. Sure. Um, and, you know, if there's certain things that you're uncomfortable with, you just kind of pull back a little bit if, if that's – if that you know. But to me, you know, there's, there's a person um, – my the next door neighborhood, they, 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 like the block over. There's a dad. He's the chain known as the chainsaw guy. He chases little kids with a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> That's my kind of dad right there, man. And I gotta tell you, we always visit. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> fun. Dude. That's pretty. Fun. My kids yeah. love it. Yeah. I'm thinking, yeah. of course you like it. It's fun. Like what you said, Matt. Because I think uh, I was going to give, and you, you kind of gave it yourself. The not the contradictory position, the complementarian position. Ah, to yes. What you said. The other side of the coin that um, I would say, yes, I think you're right. I think whenever the culture affords you opportunities you take don't it. normally get, of mm-hmm. course, well, you'd be a fool not to take it. Yeah. People are talking about these things. That's why I'm such a, a big believer in uh, Christmas Eve services because yes. till, till yes. to this date, yep. and things you know, 30, 40 years now might change. That's still kind of an in thing for people to do. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I can't tell you the number of non-Christians that I yep. see every year that come to a Christmas Eve service because it's still, in this culture, something to do. That might yep. change and will so adapt. So are you one of these pastors that makes fun of those people? Never. That says, well, I guess I'll see you next Easter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, why would you, why would do, you do that? that? I was just going to say, <laughs> I, I will never rail on the C&E yeah. church attenders, the Christmas mm-hmm. and Easter attenders, because I'm... Look, I think it's fair to say probably a number of them aren't necessarily even believers. Right. And I'm thrilled that they're there. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe hearing the gospel in a fresh way. Uh, most so, of them are only there to serve somebody in their family who – Oh, sure. I mean, their wife or mom or somebody. Yeah, so. yeah please, please come to church yeah, on exactly. Christmas. So I think we're fools not to take advantage of that. So I think in that um, uh, that aspect, Matt, I totally agree. The only other thing I would say – this is the compliment – is I would say Halloween, I feel I enjoy it. As a good gift of common grace. Come on now. Uh, Come I really on. do. Come so on. I would say, uh, that's why when, when you said redeem it, I agree. Yes. And, but I, your term redeem it did not mean it's evil, let's no, redeem it. No. Your term was, let's take best possible advantage yes. of the yeah. situation. Just like you should any other day. Any but, other day, yeah. But I think there is something built into the culture, at least at this point in time, that lends itself to be more outreachy, if you think about it, than right. others. Because people are outside. They're right. talking. They're interacting. Right. They're going door to door. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So I'd say take advantage so, of it so, and enjoy it. So if you are a Christian out there and you are going to participate at some level, please do not give um, a gospel track. <laughs> instead of candy? Instead of candy. <laughs> um, or a toothbrush or a coin for the love of everything good and decent in the world. Give the best candy. Give, yeah. Spend a little money. Don't be known as the – I'm not only the cranky Christian. I'm the cheap Christian. Yes. Be generous. Yes. God is generous. Reflect some generosity. Yes. Be known as the house that like, oh my gosh, do you know what they're doing? 
in that house. If you do feel the need and you do feel compelled to hand out a track, make sure it's a full-size candy bar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. 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 (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If you want to do the track thing, I'm not, you know, that's, that's fine. There's worse things you could do, but you better be giving out the candy because the kids are there for the candy. Yeah. Yeah. And and I would say, Nathan, if it is a Jack Chick track with the (laughs) two pieces of candy, the the mandatory picture of people burning in the lake of fire on the last slice of pizza. Yeah. I I would, I'd pony that up and I would get uh, like a king size candy bar. Yeah, I talked about that in church this week, dude. Remember, I said I never get the oh fun size, can- fun size, those tiny little things. Yeah, fun there, size means king size. Yeah, there's no fun in that. Yeah, I, I'm with it. I mean, to me, yeah, if you give a track, okay. I mean, that's not what I would choose to do. But if if, if you give a track, yeah, give some candy with it, dude. Don't be that. Oh, that's the yeah. That, that's the person who's almost mocking what we're doing and telling us we're going to hell and we need. A track. I just think Christians, like anything, can if they give some thought prayer and have some healthy conversations because i find that this is one of these topics again because it's it's like every year oh what are we going to do but often there's not a lot of real good conversations happening in the church about this it's kind of because everybody's either afraid to talk <laughs> yeah. about it yeah. or like ooh, i don't know what they do but or they do something and i'm uncomfortable but i don't want to talk about it because yeah. you know i don't want to judge them quote unquote but i think we need to talk about it um respect each other you know mm-hmm. where we're at but I think have healthy discussion yeah. and, and, and do things together. I mean, you know, get some families together, have a, a pre-Halloween party and a post-Halloween. Mm-hmm. And Bill, I tell you, if you have a – I know some of our people in our church, they, they, you know, like in their backyard or on their driveway, they start a big fire. Yeah. And they just have free food. Like it's like linger time after, yeah. you know, if you just need a little break from your trick-or-treating, mm-hmm. grab a hot yep. dog and marshmallow or something. Yeah. Yeah, great ideas. I mean, just yeah, mm-hmm. and your family will love it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's yeah. a sense of community, and um, we yeah we we've been doing something in our neighborhood for a year and or for years, and it's um I mean I think it's I, I can't say has has it led anybody to Jesus? Well, not that I'm aware of, um, but it certainly has developed a name and a reputation uh, that I think people enjoy and i'd rather at least have that going than oh yeah than the other Yeah, because i know you guys put out like the cider for the adults and yeah we you know, try to coffee we and- try to cater we try to serve the parents the you know the kids are going to get the candy and, and all that but we try to we set up a table we got about five six strobe lights on the house uh, so it's kind of standing out and yeah we're giving out um Homemade hot chocolate made with the milk, the mm. cider, pumpkin cookies, the, and these are all homemade stuff. And uh, I mean, it's good. And parents, I mean, it, we have little to-go cups with the lids, so while they're going out on that yeah. cool, cool fall night, they got their hot drink That's with nice. them. The Dutchers may be showing up in the Smith neighborhood. We might give you something. Yes, the Dutchers <laughs> might. might be showing up. It will be Flash. It will be uh, Arrow. It'll be a Princess. I can't remember. Uh, and that's just what I'm going to be. I do have to. So, tell you, uh, I do have to tell you my yeah. my one my one neighbor. She likes the cider that we do, but she um, she livens the cider up with her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Can you give me her address? Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway. Uh. That's great. So we're going to go ahead and, um, guys, great discussion. We're going to sign off now. And uh, we just rocked the Casper. Halloween style. These guys are 11.